0: good folks you are now listening to the power post game report i'm one of your hosts triple d and across me as always is it's your boy carlos d what's good not much man i'm still still ha- high nerves off of uh what i just witnessed um how you how you doing man yo man
1: they they did it again man they did it again this this episode here Best, best. Of, I always, I feel like I'm saying this a lot lately, but just the, definitely the best of the season, the best in quite a long time, and they've given us what we want in this final season. They notice they're going out with a bang, and, and this episode gave us everything we wanted and more. I, I can't say enough. I can't say enough good things about this episode.
0: This is what just episode five, right? We still got like ten more to go, right? Well, we got five more to go in this first half, and then another six. Um.
1: I guess they taking a little break and then they come back with six in twenty twenty at the top of the twenty twenty. So, yeah, I Man. mean, I don't know what else they can do. I, I mean, after this episode, I mean, I mean, let's just get into it. Let's just get into it because I just be praising it and we haven't even started
0: talking about it. So let's we gonna have a lot to unpack in this one. So let, let's 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 rock on it. Indeed. Um, starting off with uh, looking up the the episode title, King's Gambit. As soon as I heard it before I even click play, I was just like this sounded like a chess move. So I looked it up and they they get briefly into it and pretty much a the king's gambit is pretty much a chess move where the first player sacrifices a pawn to gain the advantage in in the game. And uh, I think we saw that a lot um, in this uh, this the early, this episode, I'm still, yo this isn't my normal babbling like i'm still trying to process what i just watched um but my first question that um it's probably gonna come up again who is effie who is effie i
1: don't know man we 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 saw so much of this girl in this episode that it kind of blew a lot of people's i guess thoughts of who she might be because everybody was thinking that they trying to set up this new Tommy and Tasha. I'm not Tommy and Tasha. New Ghost and Tasha for maybe a possible sequel, featuring Tariq and his new band of crew. But Effie looked like she ain't nothing but a snake. She she is a snitch. She uh, the competition. She a player in her own right. So I, I don't know who I don't know who she is. I don't know where she came from. But we probably should have got some ideas to who she might be from. Her first introduction with Tyreek was she basically forced the white guy to give up the connect, or she was going to snitch to him, snitch to the authorities at the beginning. So that should have been a sign as to who this girl might be.
0: Man, like we were so fixated on trying to figure out if she was the next Ghost of Tommy. Turned out she was, she was the next Dre because she definitely worked her way in and and got him, like caught him sleeping, and pretty much took him for you know took him for everything, like the it, the opening scene when you see her texting someone about the competition I'm like so it sounds like she was already in business um at the school and got into got in with Tariq and her and his roommate which um you know how how convenient that the roommate was not there when this all went down uh and Tariq was the only one that got busted um <clears throat> yeah that Tariq's gonna get his come up and some uh, Just, just the way this show works, I don't think we've seen the last of her. And we, we, Tariq comes from a line of vindictive parents, so he's probably. I don't think we've seen the last of her. I think he's gonna try and deliver his own form of justice. Um, but yeah, I'm curious as to who, who is Effie. So man, I mean, it's all type of theories
1: going around. It's like is she connected to the dude that went up in Tasha's spot, uh, Berber Q? Or even the dude that goes up in Natasha's spot in this later episode, is she from their block, from their neighborhood? Is she tied in the cane in some kind of way? Is she it, There's so many questions that this episode showed that who could she possibly be? Because we know she's working for somebody, but we don't know in what capacity or, or who she might be connected to or what her own background is. We know that she had a, a, yeah. a brother that died from gun violence at least, so he was probably connected to the street as well. But who that person might be, we we might never know.
0: Yeah. The
1: well, I guess that, uh, we we probably will know, but we don't know yeah, right yeah. now. So we got questions. Just nothing but questions.
0: Yeah. Like I don't think I'm gonna lump myself in with the with the I, I don't know. I'm gonna take the uh, the road less traveled because it's easy to say to come up with theories where she's based off of being connected to other people. I'm gonna say she's just a whole new entity. Like I think she's she's gonna present her own her own line of problems for the gang um but hopefully we'll see in the, in the future so um from there we we get ghost trying to continue his his campaign to be a, a better dude and try to legit get out of Tate's way and out of his campaign and <laughs> Tate <laughs> this fool he he can't be happier thank you for your service um like doing everything he can to expedite the process uh but ramona isn't having it and uh, it, it's a trip because like, this isn't the first time that Ghost has actually tried to do the right thing and no one has, has wanted to let him but what would you think of that?
1: I, I think that answered the question I've always had as to why was Ghost so tied into Tate's campaign to begin with but I guess they showed in this episode or Ramona explains it that I guess when Ghost showed up or when Ghost is around Taste campaign the numbers come back in a positive light so that's why they the dnc was so excited to get involved that's why the dnc wants to go so heavily active in the campaign because to me it was like okay you know he's a local businessman he's a good story um but it's a lot of negative negativity around him him being arrested even though he was later proved innocent that why would any politician want somebody who is a you know not known, but has been arrested and has connections to a past life as a corner boy. Why did they need him so heavily involved? But Ramona, I guess, I answered that question in this episode when she explains that there was a, a positive uptick in support behind Tate when Ghost makes his appearances. Um, right. I mean, Tate, his, his, his slimy self, he been trying to distance himself from Ghost for so long. Um so, you know, I wasn't shocked by his behavior. He want, he wants Ghost gone, and Ghost kept trying to make it basically that we tied together, we connected. Um, so he was, of course, happy when Ghost was like, I'm trying to take a step back. Um, but it was good to see some, because some, I feel like the show leaves a lot of gaps sometimes as to why people's motivations are what they are. So it was good to see why they wanted Ghost so heavily involved when, you know, lo- logically it doesn't make sense. If this was the real world, why anybody would yeah. want a, you know. Even somebody suspected of killing somebody oh, yeah. to be involved in a, a, a political campaign.
0: Yeah, they'd have buried him a long time ago in the real world. But, you know, you got to throw that. You, you need a story. So you got to throw that out. Um, and plus, if if you get rid of that element, you get rid of Tate. And it's like, you don't want him to exit on that. Well, you know, My guess, honestly, I think Tate's going to exit the series in handcuffs. I, he, he, I mean, poli- politicians get away with a lot of grimy stuff. But I just got this feeling in the back of my head that, he ain't going he ain't going to cross that finish line but we'll we'll see. Um anything else on that scene before we move on? Nah, nah. I said
1: the, 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 that's all I already learned from the scene was that why why they care about Ghost so much uh, as far as the DNC goes.
0: Okay. So uh, we get Sax working with Blanca and um Sax is not only determined but I I like that they're they're even though he's like the worst like he's just the worst character. Um, I like that they, they give him these humorous moments. Um, he's working with Blanca, trying to trying to make this this all stick. And Blanca's hitting him with the facts, like, look, you know, straight up cop work dictates that he didn't do this, and he probably doesn't know. But like he, Sax is determined to make this about Saint Saint Patrick, who again, for once, is innocent in this. Um, I thought it was hilarious when when she tells him like you know come step here get closer and sax just immediately loses focus and like that's a that's a nice perfume to wear like <laughs> I, I as worse as as you know as much as the worst as he is like sax h- makes me chuckle every episode genuinely yeah he he got me with that perfume line too
1: what i love most about this scene was cuz we were talking about a couple episodes how Sack seems to be Teflon Like These are all his witnesses too These are all a case that he's heavily involved in And people end up dying uh, All the time But he somehow never gets In trouble So at least in this episode the big boss The bald headed guy from Sex and the City was at least screaming at him Or like telling him that he messed up Or he made these mistakes calling in the FBI Or Blanca's burnt because of this And Dre's burnt because of this So it was finally somebody getting up in Sack's face Even though they still didn't fire him At least getting up in his face a little bit
0: I, I immediately thought of you when that scene went down because it's just like, oh, it's finally hit the fan and everyone's going to get him. And he's still, I, I, man, like despite being terrible at his job, he's still kind of good at his job because he definitely flipped that and still managed to buy himself a little more leeway to keep keep doing stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, the that is the Teflon, the white privilege superpower kicked in. Same yet again.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just, that was my favorite part of that particular scene was just them finally getting sacked ass. Um, and then well. I, this huddle he has for Ghost is just like crazy because he won't let it, you see it throughout this entire episode. No matter what people tell him about this particular thing, he won't let it go that Ghost was actually innocent for all the go- bad that Ghost has done. This is one crime Ghost is innocent of is he didn't kill Angela. But he won't let it go. and He is still tying all of his ends into busting, busting ghosts for Angela's murder. Even though, like you said, the evidence doesn't tie ghosts to it. Uh, and it makes no sense for ghosts to have actually committed this crime.
0: Yeah. And, and part of that is he, he kind of has a legitimate beef with them because everyone that's pretty much worked with him that has died or, you know, major cases that he's lost have been connected to ghosts. You know what I mean? From um what's my man's Sandoval to uh Angela, um Knox, Knox and the, yeah. the, he was the first one to go. They're all connected to ghosts, so it's like it yeah. makes sense that like he he genuinely believes that although some of them are ghost fault, they're not all ghost fault. Right. Um, so it's like it, it makes perfect sense for him to to, to make that connection and, and kinda you know, bear that grudge. Uh we skipped around a little bit. Um before before he gets screamed on by his... Uh, I still don't know the name of his boss because he's just... It's something like with that. a W. It's something with a W. Yeah. But I can't remember. What I it.
1: Warren or Warden, something like that.
0: I think it might be Warren. But before we get to that, like that scene happens because he gets a call. And, dude, that was super grimy. Pressing up Dre in the middle of the street and pretty much holding his daughter hostage in broad daylight. That was... That I, Sacks has done some grimy stuff, but that's I gotta put that at the top of the list. Like that was super shady and just plain wrong. Um, but at the same time, Dre has done so much crazy stuff that I felt bad for his daughter, but I didn't feel bad for him.
1: No, of course not. And then Dre, so quick to give up Jason too. Like most people oh, won't yeah. say that Serbian dude's name, and Dre gave it up like like it was nothing you know basically i know ghost didn't kill angela but i got i know ghost connect i know who's still moving the drug so you know basically go get him so dre still is being slimy um even in these dealings i guess you're supposed to kind of have a soft spot for him because he did seem uh, as slimy as he is and as grimy as he is he does seem to have a soft spot for his daughter which is a connection with almost all the the male characters on this show they all have had a daughter um You know, even the bad guys, and that has been their sore spot. Um, And we see that with Ghost and Reyna. We see it with uh, Proctor, especially in this particular episode, with Lisa Marie. And then we see it with Dre and Heaven, um, that they all can be got through their daughter.
0: Man, I just thought about that. Like, that's a good connection. And yeah, I think that's like a running theme for this show because not one main character has cared about their son. Uh, Once Sean (laughs) went missing and dead uh, No one was really that sad Tasha was mad that her side peen was gone I mean when his own father killed him Kanan was the one that killed him (laughs) Uh, Kanan killed him They kind of care about Tariq Um, (laughs) Cash (laughs) Need I say more You know what I'm saying Like sons are getting no love on this bad boy Um, So yeah That's that's an interesting That is an interesting parallel Um, But I just thought that was That was crazy so we get I, I'm wondering if this is gonna like I feel like they gave her too much screen time for her not to show back up. Um Epiphany.
1: Hold a on, yeah. Stripper. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> We did yeah, we got her. So we get Tasha, runner run her daycare. She seems to be the only employee. Uh I don't know who certified her. I don't know if she did CPR training. I don't know who took uh, I think mom went home. Yeah, I don't know who gave her the authority to watch children or who said she would be good at watching children but she seems to be the only employee and an epiphany comes in two hours late
0: two uh, hours, this is, it's night time
1: yeah, the, the the shop has been closed and she comes in and she promises Tasha she'll pay her double um, because she needs to go out to strip tonight and shake that ass to make some money for rent um, and Tasha being the good hearted woman uh, that she is, gives her she lets her do it
0: you know what's funny about that scene to me? It was like, it. I mean, I, I feel like we all know someone or seen instances of that sort of scenario playing out in the past. But, like, that's not what got me. What got me was, like, when Epiphany's telling Tasha about how, you know, messed up her baby daddy is and, you know, the stripping aspect of it and how, it, I don't know. Maybe I def. well, no, I know I definitely overanalyze this. But, like, when she starts telling her about how she got black balls from all the good clubs in town and um, I, I, I do what I got to do up there to make this money and everything like that, for a second I was like, yo, is Tasha Is Tasha going to start stripping? Like, is that, is that what's happening? Because she looked like she was considering it. Or at least she was looking like she was contemplating, like, I don't know, I might have to get up on the stage and throw it in a circle a few times to make these ends meet. Um
1: yeah, things ga- I don't think things got that bad for her just
0: yet. That she about to go to pole, I had, But I I thought it was about to go down like that. Um but we you know, she, she her her Scrooge McDuck heart warmed and she, she gave her an extension. And as she's locking up, we get introduced to yet another problem. Uh what's this? Z? Zeke? G Z Zeke. Zeke.
1: I think it's Letter
0: Z. Yeah. Um he's the he's the local community he said he was the community he, the, the community he is the community and uh he's pressing up Tasha for what what do you say a, uh, a stack a rack yeah a G a stack yeah mm. you know what as much as messed up as that is it's like I guess if you ingested it it's almost like kind of the same amount on her level that uh Jason Vintage is getting the boys up out of so everybody owes somebody mm-hmm. um Tariq too when you think about it, like everybody has a supervisor right now that they don't want, and everybody's back is somewhat against the wall. Yeah. Um, At first, I was thinking like a thousand dollars from a
1: daycare, but then, right. knowing that all my uh, the people I know that got young kids, he should be asking for more because daycare fees is not low, man. Daycare is like a rent, a rent payment per week, from what I'm understanding. Especially if you live in a a city like New York, I guarantee you you could pay a thousand dollars. Every kid in there probably paid a thousand dollars a week just to to uh not thousand dollars a week, but probably even a thousand dollars a month, easy for 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 a top night babysitter. So I think he might right. be asked for too little.
0: Well, you got to remember that she, you know, they her her daycare looks like it's kind of in the hood so it's like a thousand is probably like a good starting point and plus like she just opened so it's just like all right let me not juice her too soon right, right. like if she if she's you know and this is i don't condone this but it's just kind of like one of those smart things it's just like if you if they if they're consistent then you raise the price or at least that's what i've seen in movies you know i don't dabble in that stuff mm-hmm. but um we we'll, we'll, we shall see how that turns out. I mean, we might as well go ahead and well, no, no, no. We'll we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. Yeah. Um. We get <laughs> we get Dre back against the wall, just trying to do anything he can to 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 get into a moving position, like a, a position where he can make some sort of move. And uh, he's like, hey, let me get in with with you and the Serbian, the one that I tried to kill. Um, in that hotel with mm-hmm. a, a rocket launcher that I just pulled out of a garbage can and in the middle of a hallway, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and Ghost, again, being honest, like, dude, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I don't have nothing to do with that. But the Tommy Shade was thick. Mm-hmm. When my man said, look, all he said was that he has a problem. With, he might have a problem with his connect. If I can take care of it, then I can take over um, he was like, who are you talking about, Tommy? He's like, yes. He's like, and if it's Tommy, if we know it is Tommy, then we know he's messing it up. Mm-hmm. And he hit him with the facts, which is messed up because as of now, Tommy's not messing up. I'm sure he will because he's Tommy, but at the moment, he's not messing up. I, actually, you know what, I take that back. He messed up when he, when he tried to boss up on the Italians. So, no, nah, I take that back. He had already messed up.
1: Yeah, but I mean, outside, he outside that, he's... He's moving the product. He got his his team in place. They making the payments regularly. So you are you are talking truth in the sense that he's not messing up when it comes to like being a drug dealer. He's messing up in some other things, being volatile as usual, and mm-hmm. you know getting a little skirmishes with people. But as far as actually doing his job, which is to be a drug dealer and distribute drugs, he has been very successful in that. Um, at least this season, there have not really been any hookups. You know, other than killing his uh. One of his main dist- uh, distribution people, because they made some kind of flippant comment. Outside of that, you know, he's been handling the drug game pretty well
0: so far. Um, interesting thing about that, even though Dre, he he listened to Ghost. Was just like, yeah, it it makes literally no sense for you to to try and be a distro when you're literally in contact with the AUSAs every day. Like, that's just stupid. Right.
1: Um, like you said, basically, but, you burned either way because if, if if uh, the AUSA find out you moving drugs again, you bust it. And then if, yeah. if Jason finds out that you're working with the feds, he going to kill us all. So, yeah, you're not a good replacement for Tommy right now. So, we got to wait on right. that plan.
0: You need to just ride the bench mm-hmm. until... And, and that's the thing about Dre. He he's not he's not a bench warmer. So like, as soon as he he sees an opening, he's going to go for it. Um, and in the past, for the most part, they've all worked out for him, um, with the exception of the last one where he tried to run from the uh, from the assassination attempt and got got hemmed up. Mm-hmm. But so far, he's he's had a he's had a fairly decent win loss streak. Um, the lawyers. Uh, Warren. Roll up on Proctor. Call him yeah. Yep. Rolled up on Proctor at his house. Oh, before we get to that, um, yeah, Vinny No, actually, he didn't even get a chance. But I, I thought it was interesting that Proctor was going to confess. Like, and I'm glad that even though he didn't get a chance to at that moment, and of course he would later. Oh, to that, his cousin. Yeah. Not yeah, Vinny. Yeah.
1: Vinnie is not his cousin. Vinny is the Italian dude.
0: Well, I mean, his cousin is Italian no, it, too. No, he, his cousin's named Vinny.
1: I don't no, Vinny yeah, is the head Vincent. of the Italian.
0: No, 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 no. Vinny is his cousin. Vincent is um is the, is the head. Hold of, on, his cousin's yeah, name mom. is Vinny too. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. I, I honestly didn't know that. All right. Okay. Yeah. So um, and we can we can definitely IMDb
1: that nah, to, to double check. I believe you. I don't remember this. I remember his cousin used to be on the wire back in the day. That's why yeah. I know him from. But I don't. I don't. Okay.
0: So yeah, he was about to. And I think. Th- yeah, Go ahead. I think he was in. I think he was in honorage, too. But um. He had a small part of yeah. entourage, yeah. Yeah, so he, he, he comes clean to a degree, and um, yeah, uh, the 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 lawyers roll up on him, and man, just watching that interaction, it's just like, dude, like criminal lawyers. I I don't know about like regular. I don't even. I guess that's not the right way to put it. Domestic lawyers, like mm-hmm. you know custody lawyers and stuff like that. No, like family? I don't know if they're that's yeah, like family lawyers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they talk that greasy to each other, but the way these guys were trying to each set each other up and like just straight up lying to each other, it was like a second language that they that they all kind of just slipped into. And I thought that was interesting. Um Saks, grimy sax, went and stole the uh the keychain that with the bug in it. I just knew he was gonna get caught. I thought his, I thought his cousin was gonna run up on him, and um, like silence him. Nah, the cousin was it's upstairs not, though. It, Hacks, Stacks was still downstairs. Yeah, uh, my my mistake. It's not Vinny. It's Benny. Okay, Benny. All right, cool. Yeah. Um. So, what'd you think of them? And they also they also spooked Joe because he, you know, they gave him just enough info to to move. You know what I'm saying? Because he right. he definitely panicked. They let him know about uh, the the. Uh, they claimed the that witness. she
1: she hadn't recanted her story, even though she at that point had to change her story. They claimed that she didn't change her story. As a matter of fact, there was more to it, and she actually had seen, ghost's face. So, right. And that, of course, that immediately speak spooked Proctor because he you know his whole thing is staying out of jail, not getting tied into ghost and Tommy stuff, so he can be a father to his daughter.
0: Right. Um. Again, my question resurfaces, who is Effie? Because she's following Tariq, and I, Tariq seemed like he kind of had a sound plan. I don't know why he thought he wouldn't get caught. That's a horrible um, plan, yeah. Long run. Yeah, long run. I think it was just a thing. I think it was just something for him to do to buy himself some time. Um, but, you know, that that obviously blew up in his face. Oh well, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it showed that he not, for as much as his big talk and his bravado and everything, he not ready for the game that he's trying to play at the level he's trying to play at. Well, he already yeah. got, uh, you know, if he was just selling nickel and dime bags or selling pills at his school, I think that'd be one thing. But when he's stepping up trying to sell to a mafia, like sell product, big products to the mafia, he get a little bit over his head. Um, especially when yeah, he has no li- reliable source for the product. He has no way to right. actually get it consistently. So it was a, a huge mistake to try to fake them out by giving them half real product and half um, fake product to kind of stretch it. Um, especially if it's like an appeal form. At least if it was like, I, at first I thought he was going to like cut up the, even though he's selling pills, I thought he was going to cut the pills up and then kind of mix it up to dilute them a little bit. So you just high just wouldn't have been that good, and just give more powder. Um, but when you just give him straight baby aspirin mixed with um, actual pills, you know that's not gonna work. Um,
0: well, you gotta remember his back was against the wall. Yeah, of Because um, you know when he was playing when he was playing chess at the beginning, and you know Vincent hints him up, he he's got to do something. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was that was like the the you know I mean the best move he could think of. It, it was the only move he had. It was either that or you know die. i think he was just trying to buy himself some time cuz uh, even even he looked shocked when they when they kind of took it but right. um yeah like she she snuck up on him hiding like, in the shadow yeah she she shops at the same spot that ghost gets his sneaking suit from um because he definitely didn't notice she was there and um ooh, who is she um so we'll find out but ain't the end of her for sure though they gotta, right. they gotta give us some
1: more, especially when Tyreek later on figures out, figures out that he, she is the one that that set him
0: up. Um, yeah, and that was just a, that was a dirty way to do it. Like you snuck in the man's room and, and put the chess piece down. Like that's why I said like she's not done. He's he's going to get his his payback on her one way or another. Um, I'm trying to think exactly what happened after that. We saw Proctor. Uh, it because, was a, it was
1: a, the Proctor go see. Where uh, Proctor goes to Ghost and tells him that uh, Suarez Maria Maria Suarez Suarez. is not only going to continue to testify but she also claims um, to have seen Ghost's face and Ghost and all of his um, trying to be a good guy Proctor tries to break that all down by basically saying look it's either her, something that he's used in the past it's either going to be her or it's going to be you what's more important you being free or her life and he basically says you need to kill her because um, if you don't kill her, you know we all in, we all in deep shit.
0: Yeah, and this is like the way that scene played out. I think it was a really good scene because he tells her, like, "Look, you know, did you approach her? You know," and he was just like, "Yeah, I did. I told her to start a new life." Like, well, she said she's gonna testify, and he was like, "All right, well, she got to do what she got to do." Yeah, like, it legit wants to do the right thing, and like, I actually felt kind of bad for him because just like, this isn't the first time he's done this. Like, he's been a whole like completely transparent with people and it just plain not work for him. Um but even still after that he you know he, he kinda let Proctor know that like I'm gonna handle it however I handle it. Um but he at that up until the, the dinner with Ramona, like he had made the decision that like, you know what I'm saying I'm just gonna let it be. You know what I mean? And uh Proctor he he calls in plan B for insurance and uh, that's that's Tommy, completing his turn to the dark side, um, which that was an awesomely shot scene. Like Proctor, which also was a bad move on Proctor's part. Like I'd be on, I'd keep my head on a swivel if right. I was meeting Tommy in a, in a dark place. Tommy, like, here's the way that that was shot.
1: Tommy has like no tact though. Like he always got to have no, everything, like just extreme threats. Like we supposed to be yes. meeting. I called you here to meet because I want to give you some information, and you got to grip me with a knife to my throat.
0: Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. And, but like, I love, I love the way that that was shot. Like, mm-hmm. it's part of the reason why I was <laughs> late recording. Like, there were a few scenes in here I rewound because I was like, that was, that was really good. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, he, he tells him like, hey man, we got a serious problem here. Um A season one, episode one problem and uh ghost acts like you don't want to handle it and I know how you get down. So, here's this here's the situation. Um And, another thing I thought was dope about this was Tommy, he, one thing that he gets off on is he likes seeing uh, good people make the make the heel turn. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, the same thing with, with uh, Angela. When she tries to set up mock or, or kind of puts that on the table. Like, hey, um, this dude mock is a serious issue. Um, I'm going to make one more play to try and get him off our backs. After that, whatever happens happens, and Tommy was in it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "All right, like, okay, you kind of like us. Like, you're not as you're not as clean as I thought you were." And he had a little bit of, of that. Like, okay, I respect that just a little bit. And he did the same thing for Proctor. Um, so from there, we get oh, Tasha, the shadiest Tasha, episode,
1: Tasha, Tasha. the sh- the shadiest man scene of the season and ep- of this episode for sure. We get bootleg Tasha.
0: Trying to return
1: clothes to a high-end boutique. <laughs> and the lady was like, If you need cash, there's an ATM in the bar. We do not I don't care if the receipts are still on. I mean the tag's still are on here. And you have your full receipt. This is a high-end store. We don't do returns here. This, this the is only high-end. people that shop here are people who can afford to shop here. And right. they got the money yeah. that they don't need to bring the clothes back.
0: She she definitely looked like she wanted to drop a store. Like, this ain't Ross. This ain't Marshall's. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and uh, no shade to those stores. Hey, I had not found a deal or two up in there, but like, yeah, she definitely was ready to 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 get real ignorant with Tasha, and uh, then we enter Keisha and her hoops, <laughs> uh, feeling themselves way too much. Indeed, like way she, too much. She,
1: she, you, you think she was uh, the queen of an empire for the longest time? The way she came in and immediately stunned on Tasha. And then, of course, Tasha got to, you know, instead of keeping it real, got to keep up with the Joneses. And and, yeah. and is a reason why T, uh, Keisha has all this resentment for Tasha to begin with. Because Tasha, for all the times that they was friends, when Tasha was on in the dominant position, she yeah. always made it a case to stunt on Keisha or show Keisha this oh, yeah. or give Keisha her leftovers or right. her hand-me-downs. So now this Tasha, was a long time yeah, Keisha was ready as soon as she seen you know, you know, Tasha tried to fake the fact that she was just in there doing some shopping, but Keisha clearly overheard the conversation. So now she finally in the position of power, um, and she, you know, of course, starts stunting, gets her shop on, and then we start talking about Holly, which they, they've been bringing up Holly a lot. I, I'm I'm curious to see if they actually if Tommy's ever going to reveal what actually happened to Holly, because uh, Keisha can't seem to let it go that Holly's just gone. Who cares where she is? You the queen now. But she keen she keeps seeming to ask everybody what happened to Holly or what's the story with Holly. She did it last week with Kate and she did it again in this scene with um
0: with Tasha. I think she's gonna research Holly. Like I think she's gonna like like either try and look her up on the internet or she's gonna like talk to the police or something, just be like, yo, I'm looking for my friend and I think I think somehow she's gonna come across uh Holly's like remains or something like that because it's it's setting up like her curiosity is literally what's going to get the cat killed um and it's it's just a matter of time it's just a matter of time um so after that we got sax playing hardball rolls up on proctor with the recording um outside no less but you know tv but um he's playing hardball now like look i got you for i don't know if that's technically murder or manslaughter, or
1: well, technically uh, he don't got. As far as like trying to prosecute him, he don't got him on nothing because it's an illegal wiretap.
0: Right, right, right. But, but it's not say, in in general. Oh, so what would that right. be? What, if, what 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 could that be considered if you let someone? What let
1: someone? I think die? technically there is no law that says you have to save somebody's life. I know okay. sometimes it's like this thing called like Good Samaritan laws, like if you don't go out of your way to save somebody. But if I like saw you get hit by a car and I didn't call the police. I don't think they can get me with a crime because I, you know, I didn't go out of my way to try to save you. Um, you
0: yeah, I can see that. So, like, he didn't
1: give her the drugs. He didn't force her to do drugs. All he did was so she was OD and didn't call anybody. Um, and that's why Knox, not Knox, Sachs wasn't well, trying to, no, like, arrest him.
0: No, he he waited. He waited to call because yeah. they even said they thought that was suspicious that um, that he was the one that called it in. Um, earlier, he was like, "Well, you, why would you call? Like, why were you there?" And he was like, "My daughter called me." That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, I'm saying yeah. So I, I, I don't think, so, and I said that's why I think Saxton wasn't trying to press him on, oh, we going to arrest you? Or we going to try to arrest you?" Because for one, he knows illegal wiretap, but he he does know that he can use his daughter against him. And while the AUSA maybe a might not be an arrest proctor for what he did, he could send this to certain uh, children's services and they can have some type of civil action that he's not a fit parent because he I guess didn't intervene in somebody's death and then also his daughter might hear the fact that hey I'm all sad because my mom is dead even though she was a bad mom and was more in love with drugs than me but my dad still did nothing to save her life and that's what he once again played on Proctor's biggest weakness his daughter and got Proctor to um, give up some information that he was looking for once again, he yeah. told him. Once again, Ghost didn't kill him, uh, but he does the tell Proctor the, the truth that Tommy was Tommy admitted he's the one that killed Angela.
0: Well, well, that that comes after. Oh, that was later. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that comes after, which I thought was interesting because for a second there, it may they make you think they really make you think that he that he confesses right then and there the way it's it's filmed. Um, so we get him back at the crib uh with cousin benny mm-hmm. and then he finally gets to come clean about what he did and he's pretty much i mean although he yeah i mean it is his fault um he pretty much says that this is me like i did it like i set all these wheels in motion and because of it now she's dead yeah. and benny didn't give a shit uh, I, man i didn't i mean i could tell that benny was you know a G but I didn't know he was a stone cold like that he was like well you're a good judge of character I was like whoa <laughs> Benny like calm down sir like that's still <laughs> that's still your niece's mom like what are you doing man um but yeah we also find out that Benny is is down for the fam because he was ready to take out Ghost and Tommy um which he would have gotten which you know in a, in a sensical TV show he'd have gotten away with because they don't know him um but yeah Proctor you know trying to be a stand-up guy uh, I thought it was ironic that you know amidst all these issues um, Benny tells tells Proctor like I don't care what you do just don't snitch um right. with the and I, I say that in the, the midst of all this uh, <laughs> dakashi six nine uh, hilarity it ain't even drama it's hilarity um but yeah Proctor says no nah, I'm I'll take care of this Uh Gets the gets the gun, and you, you know you can't see a gun without it being used. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was gonna come back into play, but yeah. we'll get to that later. This is also
1: the scene um, where um, Proctor admits that he doesn't have a laptop anymore. When he tells his cousin, right. "I don't have the laptop anymore," and we've been wondering right. about that laptop since so, so season four. Um, at least it was yeah. either season three or season four. So he claims he doesn't have it anymore, um, and he admits that to his cousin. Uh, but he, like he said, he, 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 his cousin is a is a street dude too. Um, not above any violence or any shenanigans um, but he was like basically look I love you you my cousin I don't care that you killed or didn't help your wife but snitching we don't tolerate and if you're is as a snitch you know I can't I can't be down for you in a situation like that he was like I'd rather go guns up with Ghost and Tommy um, than to see you snitch or working with the feds
0: yeah um, I thought that was interesting cause like for a second there when he says that like yo I got rid of the laptop I, my first thought was like why but, you know, he broke it down. It's like, that that connects me. Like, it could put them away, but it connects me, like, secondhand. Because, yeah, it has a recording that uh, that pretty much puts Ghost and Tommy away. But then it raises the question of, why do you have this? You know what I mean? So, th- I guess that was pretty smart. Um, do you think his daughter heard? Like, you see her awake.
1: Right, they pan to her.
0: Yeah, and it's like, they kind of make it seem like he's whispering, although he's aggressive whispering. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think, do you think she knows? Do you I, think she heard or I'm gonna do you think say, she's suspicious?
1: I'm going to say based on the rest of her interactions with her dad through the episode that she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She she may have heard them talking or whispering or something, but I don't think she heard him admit that he didn't help the mom. Because yeah. she, if, she, if she did, she didn't show or they didn't show any indication that she was upset with him about it. Um, even though, because late in the episode, she is bawling over her mom being dead. Yeah. like she's looking at old videos. So I'm assuming she's upset about it. But if she didn't seem to be upset with her dad at any time in this episode, yeah.
0: Okay. And it it just seems like she could tell something was up. Um, but time time will tell. Right. Um, this is this leads to the scene, and we could, we could kind of buzz through this pretty quick. Uh, it has hit the fan, and um, Tariq is no longer a student at Choate. Academy yes. for wayward students. Um expelled for selling baby powder, baby aspirin. Baby aspirin. He was just trying to cure headaches. And what a fool That's all he wanted to do.
1: He bought all the aspirin that he sold to people at his school.
0: Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like come on, Greek. Come on. You wanna be the kingpin and you make his rookie mistakes like that? Hell, go! You 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 in New York City every other day. You always in the city. When you supposed to be able to choke wherever choke is, you couldn't stop at any of the Dwayne Reeds, Walgreens, CVS's and get the baby <laughs> ass from off campus.
0: I think it was just um, it, you, you got to chalk that up to one, uh, him being back against the wall, and like he was out of time, and two, they they needed to find a way to get him out of there. So it's like, all right, let's get him on some kind of stupid. Uh, a stupid. We'll get. Let's get him on a stupid mistake. Um but yeah again like but grimy just left the not only did she leave the chess set in there because I think she the first time it comes up I think doesn't she bring it in No 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 never mind I re, forget that because she sees it in the background never mind but like to leave the thing down and mm. again roommates nowhere to be found and again shout out to Tariq for at least not snitching out his roommate I probably would have snitched her on on her because she clearly got him got him busted the anonymous tip um but I probably would have taken her down um uh, you can call it what you want yeah. I don't I probably would have let my roommate live but she did she came with me sorry it is what it is
1: we're street code we're street code he he was he was about uh, about a by the game not snitching. Hey,
0: and I get that but she played by the uppity uh privilege kids code and snitched on him secretly so different play, you know, different play in field, different oh, rules. That's two, that's two different things. Exactly.
1: Me snitching on the competition and me uh, trying to bring down my well, I guess in this particular case, he knew she did it to him. So she not she would, re- yeah. I, I, in yeah. that case, he should have snitched on her because she snitched on him. And he exactly. knows she did.
0: That's it. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's exactly okay. what I'm saying. You're right. You're right. So, now, so now because he decided not to, now, I, now we know she gonna get it. Um Something's gonna happen to her, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, back to uh, lou- Ghosts Lounge, his bachelor pad. Uh, first of all, let's talk about this this sweater vest and this turtleneck. My man's was Bruh. chilling in the house in before Proctor showed. Up. I was
1: thinking, I was saying the same thing. I was like, "What is he wearing? Why is ghost having this this turtleneck? Who wears
0: turtlenecks anyway?" My man was in the back painting a landscape with a pipe in his hand when Proctor knocked on the door, listening to Kenny G. I was saying the oh same thing. Gosh. I was like, "This
1: man is the biggest killer street." I mean, I know he like to be a businessman, but he who was chills at home <laughs> in a turtleneck,
0: man. But my first, my eyes went to the turtleneck first. I was like, "Is that a, is that a turtleneck?" And I was like, "Is is that a sweater vest?" Like, ghost, what are you doing? Like. Yeah, I guess this is his way of of making his, trying to be the best man he can be, and I guess that the best man he can be is Mr. Rogers, because my man he looks super comfy in -hmm. the crib. Um, Proctor just pops up on him at the crib like like somebody's cousin.
1: Suitcases. Yo, man, can my
0: daughter stay here? Right. Yeah, suitcases already. Like we was in town. We was, you know we was trying to see if we could just kick it here for a night or two. Yeah. Honestly, I thought he was
1: about to come and say, "Hey, Ghost, I got to go out of town. I'm just stopping by to let you know I won't be around for a while." And then I didn't expect him to be like, "Yo, can we stay here for a couple of days? I got some stuff yeah. going on."
0: Yeah. And again with the the timeline of everything. You know what? That the point I'm about to make definitely just kind of it kind of solidifies um the Tariq point. Um when ghost is like yo man i don't know if he drops on her that that his that Lindsay died literally last night and if you remember i want to say it's at least the day before um at the very least Tariq gets pressed up by vincent that like yo you better have my product asap so well yeah he
1: said he, he said you had 24
0: hours yeah so like I, I oh, but think, he gave him the product. So
1: it should've been two days next.
0: Yeah. So so it it that kinda makes sense that Tariq would like he's like, okay, this is the best plan I have. I don't have time to hit a bunch of spots for this baby ass. Right. I gotta make this work now. Um But yeah, he he lets them stay and immediately Tasha and Tariq Tasha,
1: what are you doing awesome. in my apartment? You're not on the list anymore. He's
0: forever <laughs> throwing that in her
1: face. You're not on the list.
0: Like a club, like a D.C. club promoter. Like, what are you doing here? Who let you in? Like, who let you in? You're not supposed to be in here. And that's, to me,
1: that's so messed up. Okay, Tasha
0: shouldn't be just coming. She don't live there no more. But
1: they still share two kids. And yeah. what... Why make it extra difficult for her to bring the kids back and forth by taking by taking her off the list? Yeah, I agree she I think, shouldn't be like in his apartment all day long if she don't like just be able to sneak in whenever she wants to. But why make it so difficult for your ex to to bring the kids by?
0: Well, 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 you got to and this, I'm not condoning much messy behavior here, but you got to take it from the perspective of for whatever reason Tariq is hanging out on the elevator before he makes himself seen, which I thought was weird. Um, before he sees Tariq, Tasha's just in the crib. You know what I'm saying? She clearly didn't call Ghost and tell him, yeah, your son got kicked out of school. I'm bringing him to you. She just rolled up. Um, and honestly, it seems like her plan was she didn't expect Ghost to be there. So she, she used Tariq to get in and she was just going to, I guess, maybe post up until Ghost got home. But um, at the very least, she should have at least called. Like, I know y'all are at odds, but like that, that's a phone call. You know what I'm saying? You had to make that ride back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a phone call. Like, y'all need to, I mean, we've already, we've already just determined that, you know, besides being the worst married couple, they're, they're the worst parents. Um, and I'll get to that. I'll get to that moment in a second. Um, Tariq has made his, his full heel turn, uh, by pretty much going balls to the wall. Like, I'm a thug, not really, but like, this is who I am mode on them. Um, Once once Ghost finds out and, you know, Ghost being the petty fool that he is uh, immediately blames Tasha and Tasha being the petty person she is um, would rather would rather be mad at the fact that she's not allowed in the penthouse than actually, you know, and this is this is also partially Ghost, like would actually rather do that than to actually try to figure out what's wrong with their son, Mm -hmm. which, again, kind of puts another point to my earlier uh, sentiment that uh, power sons get, get no love because <laughs> no one seems to care about them. These two would rather argue about this penthouse yeah. than deal with the fact that their son is like...
1: Well, it was on literally on argued the- about who's the shittier parent as opposed to yeah. focus on the fact that this son just got expelled from, from, from school, which was his second chance anyway, for, right. um, for, for dealing drugs. Um, But then they also can't really argue with his logic when Ghost is like, you know, selling drugs is bad and selling drugs ain't nothing but trouble. And Tyreek throws right back in his face. Like, how can you tell me drugs is bad or selling drugs is bad when all drugs got you was this nice-ass penthouse that we live in?
0: Which is true. But we also have to remember that for six seasons now, Ghost has legit been trying to be done with this. Like... He like I listen like I listen to you know other podcasts and I, I see other people's comments. Ghost gets a lot of deserved flack, but he also gets a lot of like just baseline flack because of it. Where it's just like everything Ghost does is wrong. And it's like, if you really think about it, this was only supposed to be a two-season miniseries. Um, Ghost goes to Tasha and Tommy and says, Hey, I wanna get out of the drug game. Reasonable people that care for you are supposed to say, cool, good. The next, the full, that full season is setting up um, him making his, his final deals and connections and ending that season with Lobos coming to kill him. The second season is them taking out Lobos and then him getting out of the game. That's how this series logically should have played out. Ghost has been fighting to actually be a decent person and show try to change like for all his flaws and God knows we there may I'm not dismissing those he has legit been trying to do the right thing from jump like he legit and you know that's his whole point of like yes I did this I did that but his whole motivation for the way he was raising his kids at the time was like I don't want you to have to do this that's why he you know when he was a good dad for half a season it's like he he wanted the best for them, and he wanted them to make the best of themselves. He didn't want this for any of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, Tariq had a little bit of leeway to throw it back in them because they lied to it. They lied to him about it, but the grand scheme of things, Ghost never wanted this. Like, he wanted to get out of this. He's been trying to get out of this from Jump Street. So, Tariq is, you know, pretty much a little bastard. We know this. You know, what else what of what that can be said? But just it's just weird because Tariq has these these spurts of like good kid in him. Um but I said all that to say that yeah Tasha and Ghost are the world's worst parents and couple. Um yeah. <laughs> like that I as I said, they should have only been two seasons long and we, we shouldn't even be in season six. But you know, you need a story. Um mm-hmm. I thought that was funny, like Proctor coming back out to get his bag. It's like, dude, you knew you heard all this arguing. Why would you come out the room? <laughs> Why would you come out the room for your bag? Like, you sit in the room and you wait until Mommy and Daddy are done arguing. Proctor is a fool for that. What would you think of that scene as a whole? Uh, like I said, we it pretty set, much set up
1: everything that they more worried about arguing with each other than doing what's right for their child um, like Tariq they say, you know, you said all the stuff like, like Ghost has been trying to get up the game the whole time Tariq doesn't know that though Tariq, I don't know if Tariq even knows what his father's involvement with drug dealing is he just sees that he knows that how they came up with their money he knows how they bought the club and they bought everything else so all he sees is that me being a drug dealer might get me the same thing all the stuff that you got and also gets me independent from you um, so that's why he's always bossing up and then you see Ghost, of course, his response lately has been just to act kind of like with violence towards Tariq. Where like he trying to, you know, yank him up again or tries to grab him and push him again. You know, of course, uh, Tariq yells, get the F off me and all this type of stuff. Um, but like I said, you, you know, I think you said all that that needs to be said about this. These people just are not good parents. They're not good uh, husband and wife. They're not good partners. Um, they a mess. Their whole family, family yeah. dynamic is just wrecked. And something's
0: wrong with all of them. Yeah. Uh, last thing on that, when, when Tariq yells to get off him, Tasha needs to quit saving him. Like, that was supposed to be the point where Ghost jacks him up. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's been long overdue. Like, he, he should have at least put him in that baby ho- that baby boy sleeper hold, that choke hold, like, at least for a couple seconds, yeah. you know. But I mean, he tried
1: to I jack him up that. a couple of different times throughout the course yeah, of his I, this bad boy rebellion. And Tasha usually is like, chill out, bro.
0: Chill out. Yeah, sometimes you sometimes you just gotta take that L from your dad like, it humbles you and I think that's all that's not all, but like, it's definitely missing from Tariq, but we're gonna move on from that um meanwhile in the other room of the uh, <laughs> the St. Patrick household, Proctor's giving his daughter a necklace well, I don't know, I guess you can call it insurance, insurance, um which, at, at the time, I was like, this is this is kind of nuts, Proctor. Because, you, you know, you're, you're kind of putting your daughter in danger. Granted, all of this is putting her in danger. But I guess it was a smart move in the long run to, to place that memory card on there. Mm-hmm. um, In case, if I don't make it. Yeah,
1: but he didn't even tell her if I don't make it. He just kind of, maybe he let Benny yeah. know what's on it or whatever. Because he doesn't let her know what's on it. He's just like, you know, this is one of his daddy's daddy secrets. So, we don't know if that's really, he was lying about getting rid of the laptop. And that's really... The like the evidence from the laptop, or is it like just a all the evidence he's been keeping on Tommy and and ghosts ever since he started like having business dealing with them. So they don't really tell what's on the laptop, and he doesn't really tell her what to do with it. He just like this is one of Daddy's secrets Um that I'm giving it to you to protect, Cause, like Daddy's supposed to protect you or whatever. So maybe he lets Benny know what on it, you know we because you know she also goes to Benny. So maybe somebody knows what's on that. And there'll be a two later in, in, down the line, but he doesn't really let her know what's on it or what to do with it if something does go wrong.
0: My guess with that, because he told her like it's one of my secrets, I think it's the record, I think it's the, the important the important parts of what was on the laptop. I think it was the recorded conversation that pretty much screws over ghost and Tommy and um, I think it I think it's one of those things where it's just like she's probably going to say something to Benny. And I think the reason why he gave it to her is because, like, if I don't make it, it really doesn't matter if this gets out because I'm already dead. You know what I mean? You can you can you can tarnish my memory, but I'm already dead. So if they go down for this, what more can they do to me? Um, but we shall see what what comes of that. Um, let's see here. It was back to Tasha oh, and get. Tommy
1: doing what? their favorite pastime. Right. This Talking might be in the car. the last car. time
0: we see this? Yeah. The, the uh, you know, and I, I was just wondering when they're gonna get caught. Like at some point, I just felt like at some point Keisha's just gonna roll up on the car. Like I knew you were kicking it with her, um, but we don't get that. Uh, we get, we get Tommy showing that he's kind of really down for Keisha and trying to make it work with her. That like you know I'll help you, Tasha, but I kinda can't help you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's Tommy has, to a degree, officially picked a side. Would you think of that before I go?
1: Yeah, I think, um, and we saw this towards the end of the last episode. Tommy has been dying for a family um, throughout the entire this entire series, and for the longest he thought that family was Ghost, Tasha, and their kids. But now he actually has a chance at a family of his own. And before I thought he was okay, just using. Keisha because he was just needed somebody to milander the money but even when Tasha offered up the daycare he was like no I'm good on that I mean Keisha got it I think she can handle it and he really though was full support behind Keisha in this particular episode and picked his new family um, over his old family and really closed the door on on um, on his interactions or his dealings with Tasha especially as she made the Harley comment once again Tasha keeps going back to Harley going back to Harley saying these negative things and I guess Tommy just got fed up with this, this, um, I think he still feels like Tasha and Ghost try to manipulate him a lot. And they have for yeah. years manipulated him. And he just had enough of it. And he's now in a position of power where he has his family. He has his business that he always wanted. And he doesn't really need them for, at this point, he doesn't need them for anything. He doesn't need Tasha to wander his money. And he doesn't need Ghost to be the point man when it comes to their drug empire. So they finally wore out their welcome or their yes. usefulness.
0: So two things stuck out to me about both of those car scenes. Um, the first being that, like, for as much as I see and hear people talking about how selfish Ghost is, Tasha is almost just as selfish. Um, the way that she she definitely threw Holly's name up there when when Tommy said he couldn't help her um, because he wanted to do do things right with Keisha, like how quick she was to kind of flip and do that um, two well technically three things but uh two she earlier like when he's talking about like you know trying to get into the penthouse to just for whatever reason and she's like what are you going in there for and he's like he gives her that you know why i'm here face um she's on board with tommy killing with tommy killing ghosts like she hasn't said it out right but her the way she kind of played that off like that now is not the time to be killing ghost, she's on board with him, with him killing her. Um, and the third thing was the second interaction. It, it just tripped me out how, how fast she told Tommy about Tariq getting suspended. And before he could even really react, she immediately shifted to ghost kicking her out of the apartment, the penthouse. Like that became her main argument. And I was like, Tasha, come on. Like, yeah, Ghost has done some messed up stuff, but like you you really just kind of glossed over the whole Tariq is selling drugs. And you know, she didn't even get a chance to let to gauge Tommy's reaction because Tommy could have told her, or if she'd have grilled hard enough, she'd have found out that Tommy knew and he tried to stop it first, but clearly failed. Yeah,
1: I mean, solid points, solid points for sure. So, I mean. I don't know. So now, you know, we go to the next scene. Tasha basically... uh, Because she even tried to bring up the fact she needed some money to pay off this dude. And Tommy just wasn't trying to hear nothing else from her. And then we go immediately to the next scene where she meets up with Zig again. He's there to collect his protection money. Um, And Tasha doesn't have the money, but she does have a proposal. And we see that Tasha... You know, they always give uh, Tommy and Ghost the credit for being the hustlers. But Tasha got a lot of hustling on herself. And she immediately flips a negative into a positive by saying, okay, I don't got your money, but I do got something that I can do better for you. Um, I know you're the man around here. At first, I thought she was going to say, let me launder some money for you. But she took to the fact that, hey, I can move your weight. So what you got for me? And I guess he gives her a little starter pack.
0: Yeah, I thought that was interesting because the way that was setting up, that's what I really thought. It's like, oh, man, is is she really going to strip? Like strip, she about to start selling booty (laughs) because
1: (laughs) you love her. You love think Tasha gonna stop stripping, man.
0: Hey, man, she looked. It looked like it was super compelling to her. But like by that point, when he when he's waiting on the doorstep, I thought she was about to offer herself up. I was like, no, Tasha, don't do that. But yeah, um, she she offered to move his weight, which again, you gotta with this show, you have to dismiss logic because I (laughs) the fact that this dude. (laughs) <laughs> the dude bit like immediately. He didn't even really consider it that what much. He's just like, I just met you. Not only do you not have the money that I told you to bring me, mm-hmm. you want to take drugs for me to sell. Like, how do I not, how do I know you're not going to go straight to the police? Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't like, know
1: from anywhere. He, all for all, you know, she's just a local babysitting woman opening a babysitting center. He just handed her a pocket full of drugs. Like it was like uh, man, yeah,
0: I'll give her a shot. She might be good at this. <laughs> It was like the world of power has the smartest and dumbest drug dealers ever. But hey, what are you gonna do? So we're gonna see how that turns out. Um so from there, Tommy's uh Tommy's trying to make moves and take down Maria Suarez. Yeah, put on and, his ghost suit. Um, yeah, he put on yeah, he put on they his ghost. They try to make it suit. they try
1: to make you see, think that was ghost creeping into the because he had on the exact
0: same yeah. outfit. I had me fooled for a second there because well actually no that doesn't even happen it's, he doesn't even make that comment to to Ramona until after that scene um, but it did kind of look like it because as we saw in the last episode um, Ghost Angie said that uh, you will kill her um, technically she was wrong but we'll never know um, <laughs> and uh, yeah Sax Sax pretty much presses her out it's like hey I heard you wanted to change your story. Lists out all the problems with that, and um, tells her like, "Look, you better get it together." But it really wouldn't matter because um, Tommy pops up out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Down goes Maria Suarez. Yeah.
1: Tommy, unlike Ghost, with no hesitation, and put a bullet in her head. Um, this got me to another one of those things. I know it's a TV show. We gotta, you know, to spend out, suspend out disbelief. But if this was a woman. Who is a federal witness. They clearly got her in some type of safe house. I don't even know if she's even in a safe house because she has no protection. But they don't even move her from one so maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if this is just her apartment and she's just living there and even though she's a federal witness, they aren't doing anything to protect her. Or uh is this like a safe house and they just don't move her, even though the person they told she told them that the person she said to testify visited her in this exact apartment. But they do nothing to relocate her, move it to somewhere else. And Tommy was able to go back to the same place Ghost went to, except this time he finished the job.
0: Well, well, technically, technically, she didn't say that. She didn't say that. She didn't tell the feds that he came to see her. You got to remember that Dre tipped them off, and the feds rushed up in there, and they kept that off the books because remember uh, Warren slaps that file down like this, a bunch of of. Uh, uh, FBI agents requesting overtime for something you did. So, like, all she did was say that she, her memory was jogged. That's all she she told Warren. Oh, uh, true, true. She true. told Warren Trey hey, told, told him Lauren, that Wright, Ghost visited her. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. But even still, even still, Sax knew that that Ghost was there. So, Ghost, I mean, not ghost. Saks should have found a way to move her off the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but that makes he couldn't no, logically that he couldn't because if he moves her off the books that raises even more red flags to what he's doing so yeah he was it was a damned if you do damned if you don't thing for her right. um, and then Sachs telling why
1: is Sachs telling this witness the name of another witness I mean I guess I mean we needed that so Tommy would know that uh, Joe Proctor had told some information so to advance the story, but to me that didn't make sense either. He didn't need to be like, "Oh God yeah, did. Joe Proctor is the is another witness. We don't need you anymore,"
0: you know. So, yeah, that was that was definitely like, that was yeah, it was kind of low hanging um, and a little too easy. Good good catch on that because he definitely just kind of spills as yeah. like, "Why do you need that info?" Um,
1: and then grimy Tommy the not only kills her. He takes the money as well. He takes well. the
0: money. He oh don't need God. that money. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he gives that money to Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Never know. Um, which, hey, technically Ghost gave, gave her that money. So, hey, circle of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we get, we get Ghost and Ramona at dinner. And uh, even though, they, even though they, they made no point to mention it this entire episode, um, Ghost and Tasha are still quote unquote supposed to be playing nice. Mm-hmm. Um Ramona wants the biz. Yeah. Um she
1: I <laughs> mean yeah, they they talked a bunch about Tate and all that in this episode. I mean the episode in this scene, but this scene really only showcased more that um with the hand touching and all that that Ro- 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 what's her name? Ramona. Ramona wants Ramona. it from Ghost and Ghost talking about let's meet again somewhere along this season, he gonna give it to her. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I noticed that they um they put her in red I thought that was interesting considering that Angie um and Ghost Angie um were wearing red the red
1: dress okay mm-hmm. yeah I'm, yeah that, that's, that's, that was too deep for me I didn't even
0: beat that yeah well somebody pointed out that not only was she wearing red um in the Ghost Angie scenes apparently I think that's supposed to be the same dress she was wearing in the very first episode yeah where he run you know yeah But that's um, the dress he met her
1: in when she came to Truth and they reconnected yeah
0: yeah and uh I kind of wish out of that I kind of wish they would have shown us like tape bombing like give us like a little clip of tape bombing his uh, round table mm-hmm. um just to kind of see him uncomfortable like Stretch I think time. that would have been uh, yeah, I'm yeah. like
1: it that's not something that you need I mean it would have been nice you if know, they had you extra time but it's oh, not yeah. needed
0: yeah. yeah I think it I just wanted to see it yeah. just 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 for the simple fact that like the way it would have it would have kind of added a little bit more of that that uh that desperate. It could have been like a really brief clip that they could have made fun of and they could have memed him or something. Mm. But like it's just like it's Tate being high and mighty and super ecstatic that he's finally rid of Ghost. And like, give me a give me a 10 second clip of him flubbing on stage, and then uh you get that text message, like, yeah, he bombed, he wants you back. Like him kind of humbling himself. Um, like, okay, I'm still stuck with you. But neither here nor there. Um This is pretty much begins the build to just a roller coaster ride of a last 10 minutes mm. um we get we get a call from charlie the dude that swapped the water glasses um at during the <laughs> the kidnapping attempt well that attempt the kid the successful kidnapping in the worst of scenarios uh calling calling proctor trying to find out where he is and uh my my question from last week was answered. Um, it was two bit that shoots into the trunk. Um, down goes Charlie. Not that yeah. he, we ever cared exactly. And
1: no three Stooges this week, but we did get a little two bit. No, we
0: didn't. We didn't get the three Stooges that's fine. this week. That's a little, that's a little that'll moment. make us
1: miss them. We'll see them next. This
0: week. is true. This is true. We don't want to get we don't get tired of them before they probably get <laughs> disbanded, mm-hmm. and break up uh, like Three LW or Destiny's Child. But um loose ends down goes charlie and uh we see and i was wondering what it was for because like this is this is not too long after tommy takes down maria suarez he's in he's in different clothes but um he's carrying a bag it looked like a shopping bag and i was like why is tommy carrying this bag from what looks like a a big italian restaurant like he got a bunch of pasta in there or something uh we find out later um well, before we get to the to the fireworks, we we get a genuine good Tariq moment where he gets the call from Tommy, and he's you know given the instructions to, to leave the turn off the security system and leave the back door pinned open. Um, you know, it was I thought it was interesting. Like he told him, like, "Hey, man, like you said, you weren't gonna move my on my dad without giving me the heads up," and the way Tommy kind of says it. It made me feel like if Ghost had been there, Tommy would have shot him down too. Like he, he's over that. He's past giving Tariq the heads up. Um, he, he wants to kill Ghost as soon as he can. Um, what did you think? Of, oh, sorry. Um, so he's. Tariq's about to dip, and he, just by happenstance, he, he comes across uh, Lisa Marie uh, crying in the in his sister's room and we get like a man like maybe Tariq is not all the way gone moment where he tries to console her and he gets her to safety uh before he before he leaves the place um what did you think
1: yeah i mean like it was a, a touching moment i guess it shows Therese, uh, Tariq uh still has some compassion um because he does get her out of there first he, he kind of comforts her about her mom dying and then he also kind of gets her out of there um with the idea of just, uh, let's go have some ice cream. Uh, let's go get some hot chocolate. Just in a kind of being a big brother that he, I guess he didn't feel like he was the um, to He's definitely, definitely not
0: to Yaz. Kind of, nobody knows <laughs> what Yaz has, is. He has another little sister. He mm. can easily be a good big brother. You too, never
1: see her. He probably he forgot she exists her. as well.
0: But probably. It,
1: I think that was just kind of showing a loop that um, he still feels uh, really guilty about what happened to his sister. Um, and that was like him just being a strong big brother or confident in somebody who was in a time of need. Especially because she was in Raina's room. I'm still confused why yeah. Raina has double beds.
0: Did she? Yeah,
1: it's two beds in there for some reason. I don't I don't know. Um, well,
0: was I don't know, maybe she was maybe Yaz was in there. Too. Nah, Yaz
1: got it they, uh, that big ass apartment, Yaz got a room bro. They got a den for God's sake. Yeah. They're not gonna have the kiss stack it up. Uh, but anyway so yeah we see uh, and then uh, I, I think before we were talking about like I think Tyreek is, is back in episode 2 when he is basically like yeah Ghost dies he go- dies I think he still shows that he does still love his, his father or he still has some type of fatherly love for him because he was concerned that Tommy was coming there um, you know to what he says cancel Christmas on Ghosts uh, so he was a little concerned and word that you know I will help you out. I'll turn off the alarm system. But are you really coming for my dad right now? Because you promised me if you were, you were gonna come tell me. Now would Tommy eventually tell him if he gonna come get ghosts? I doubt it. But I think it was nice that um, Tariq had the 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 mindset to at least be like, "Hey, is this the night I lose my dad?" I've he done lost so many other people.
0: Right. Um, which like we we talked about in that other episode where Tommy was gonna try and kill ghosts in broad daylight. Um, he he started to tell Tariq, and then he pretty much deleted that text message. So, like, like I said, I think Tommy, is he's past that. Um, and then it goes down. Tommy runs up in the... Well, wait. Who did Proctor call? Or someone called Proctor, right? It was Charlie. Proctor was on the phone with yeah, someone. Charlie.
1: He called Charlie. Charlie was like, uh, I need to talk to you. I want to meet. And he's like, I can't. I'm going to try Becca. And that's how he knew. No, 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 no,
0: no. No, no, no. Remember, because... That's the call.
1: That yeah. Well, he calls his daughter in the middle of the shootout.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. There, there's another call in between. There's the yeah. first call, maybe it might have been Benny. Um nah, I don't remember because you gotta remember that you gotta remember that the first call is right before Charlie gets killed, and then 2-Bit calls Tommy and says he's in Tribeca. Oh yeah. He calls Benny to tell yeah.
1: Benny to go check on Charlie to make sure Charlie was okay. That's
0: what it was because yeah. he sounded yeah, he sounded spooked. Um, then again, we get another another great shot of uh, you know just Tommy appearing in the in the reflection, um, and then all hell breaks loose. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Tommy went full Terminator, like yeah. a Terminator movie, uh, assault rifle. Uh, to, I mean, while I love this scene, like the, the whole scene that plays the next five or six minutes or whatever it is when Tommy is hunting them down, once again the logic in me, like just the my, my brain's logic is like, okay. This, this ain't the hood this ain't no ghetto raggedy block with gunshots is common this is a nice uh, Manhattan oh, sky yeah. rise and you are going full assault with a assault rifle for five minutes
0: straight call of duty
1: Clip changing clips on it and to Which me I'm
0: glad they showed that yeah, because normally they just let you shoot and shoot, shoot. Yeah. But, For a second there, I was like, you got to reload at some point. But, yeah, go ahead. But
1: it makes no sense. They had a full shootout in this high, ritzy place. And I know those places probably built nice but they ain't that soundproof. Where you can let off right. with a goddamn AR and two two clips and no police yeah. come, nobody comes. Um, so, like I said, that's just my logic. Ignore that part of it. The scene the nah. itself was good. Um, just for entertainment versus him going in there like the Terminator just shooting the place up. Uh, Proctor, uh, I give Proctor's credit. He, um, you know, he dumped didn't go back. out. He dumped back. He shot his shots back at him. Uh, tried yeah, to defend himself as best in he the could. Leg. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was dope The whole Just the back and forth. The cat and mouse game that they was playing. Um, Proctor still with the wherewithal because he probably could have escaped. But unlike some of the other parents, um, in this,
0: yeah,
1: in this, <laughs> in this um, show, he showed he was a good father, and he goes straight to where he, he thinks his daughter is to try to She's protect. Supposed him. to
0: be, yeah, yeah.
1: And then he still had yeah, the common way. decency to barricade the door long enough so he could at least make one last phone call and let us know his daughter know, you know, go to your uncle; he'll he'll be there for you, um, and let her know basically, daddy, because uh, she asked him, "Will I see you again?" He's like, "Probably not." You know, I'm not. You know, this is the end, but I love you. Go to your uncle Benny. He'll protect you, but you'll probably never see your dad again. So that was a sad and touching, you know, touching kind of moment right there. Because for all yeah. what Proctor was, you know, Proctor, you know, not innocent, no angel. He did a lot of grimy stuff. He was involved in his information. While he never, you know, physically killed anybody, information he provided to Ghost or Tommy he led to the death of about a good five or six people, easily. Yeah. So he was no innocent guy. Um, Yeah, he was
0: totally clean.
1: He was pretty stand-up as far as most things go. He could have plenty of times got out of this whole situation with this Tommy and Ghost thing just by, like, flipping on them. Um, Probably would have hurt his law career, but he could have been out of their grasp, out of their reach, or out of the constant threat of Tommy killing them. But he, for the most part, was stand up about that Um, until the very end when his daughter was kind of – they were threatening to take his daughter away.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree. Definitely, like – one of the best scenes in this series. Um, just straight up action movies, just like a whole bunch of billets and, uh, not a lot of logic. Um, I'm with you. I I would have loved to seen, just give me like five seconds of like all this mayhem going down and the neighbors either upstairs or downstairs, just kind of pausing for a second. Like, what is that? And then just going back to their business or whatever. Just, just give me that. Cause you know, I'm, I'm into weird, like funny stuff like that. Um, and I'm, I'm glad he, he at least called her and, you know, gave her some last instructions. Um, amazing acting by the daughter in that scene. Like where you, you see her processing everything on the phone and everything. Um, but, yeah, uh, R.I.P. to uh, Joe Proctor. Uh, great character. Would have liked to seen him make it a few more episodes. But, um, you know... You know, things happen.
1: They—they're not, play, but they, real quick, they're not playing this season on power. Everybody, no main characters, no main, even secondary characters are dying. Literally, everybody is—is—is is, 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 you know, rest in peace. We done not Angela. Uh, Donovan wasn't a main character, but he had been there since like season one. He's gone. Um, Joe Proctor's dead. Maria Suarez. Angela Jimenez. We losing bodies is dropping. Bodies is dropping. I think they're gonna keep continue to drop, you know, as this series plays out. Yeah, we might not have no main characters left at the end, even though they right. So I mean that was that, that like that Dang. that scene was you know and that's, and that's not even the end of the episode but that scene alone right. they could have ended the episode right there and it would have been a fantastic yeah. episode and then we got a little bit more um, as far as like the next scenes where Tariq once again being a stand up guy because Tariq could have said "f you little girl," but Tariq yeah. went out of his way to um, take her to Uncle Benny's. He's standing in the rain. And Benny, even though he probably... Probably doesn't know the full extent, but... The fact that some random black kid is dropping off... um, His daughter probably means that his cousin... Something bad has happened to his cousin. But he still gives him the wave off. You know, like, basically... Like, thank you. Thank you for, you know, at least getting her here safe. Protecting her and getting her to me. Um, So that was a a nice little scene right there. I I enjoyed that. And it shows that, once again, Tariq... um, why he's made a lot of bad mistakes or a lot of things that people hate him. They all want if you read any message board, any Instagram page, seventy five percent of people hate Tariq, they want him dead. And uh, he's made a lot of bad choices, but it shows that he still does have some heart and he did go out of his way to protect somebody that he doesn't really even know. Like he had no right. obligation to help this little girl.
0: Literally just met hours ago. Yeah. And yeah, to to end that note, uh Benny coming for blood. Um, I don't think they know it yet, but um, they got a, they got another set of problems on their hand because Benny knows that Ghost and Tommy are tied to this, and um, I don't think Benny Benny ain't gonna let this go. Well, like,
1: Benny, I mean Benny gonna learn that at some point that um, Proctor was killed in Ghost's apartment. Oh yeah, like we know, like it wasn't like they this uh, this wasn't a situation where Tommy hid the body or took the body with him and dumped it somewhere and hid it. He wanted. This to be, and I think that's a part of the reason why he used such um, drastic, such, yeah, such message, mess, such force. It's to not only sent the kill. He wanted to get Proctor, but also send a message to ghosts Like I brought this to your doorstep. I brought yeah. all this, all this chaos and all this this wreck, you know, massiveness to your door. I brought it to your house. I blew up your apartment, and it's not over between us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, speaking of like not picking up the bodies, he didn't even pick up Maria Suarez's body. Like he I thought that was interesting. Like he straight up left her. Um but yeah, Benny's gonna put two and two together. Um and I'm pretty sure, like, you know, it, Lisa Marie's gonna tell him like we were at this dude's house, and when they come looking for her, they're gonna be like, Yeah, we, we found him at this dude's house. And you know, that's a that's a easy two and two. But um before Tariq can even live like and even feel good about his good deed. Vincent runs up on this dude literally in front of his house and yokes him up. Um and uh yeah, we get we get pretty much the the final scene where um we get a ghost. Well, first we get Tommy uh meeting up at the uh, what is it i guess like an amusement park or wherever um they both have been contacted by it's coney island yeah and uh again we have another one of those weird moments where as much animosity as there's been between these two too much dialogue they both show up with
1: guns in their hand why they not immediately shooting each other
0: yeah and i think that that speaks to that whole like they're still at the end of the day they're still brothers like they they both feel betrayed. They might want each other dead, but, like, I think they both want to to at least, if we have to be beefing, like, we at least want to hash it. Say what we got to say and hash it out first, even though they're not going to hash it out. They both feel like they need to say what they got to say, mm-hmm. even though they're constantly yelling over each other. But logically, again, it's like, why didn't y'all one of y'all shoot the other one? Like, those clearly had to drop on Tommy.
1: At the most, I guess you could say as well, they both did get a call from Tariq, so they want to, maybe they was like, well, Tariq, let's let's see what Tariq got to say before we just start killing each other, if you want to, like, kind of think about it like that. But, I like, I, I agree, like, if y'all already got this, y'all didn't try to kill each other four or five times this season? Well, at least, Ghost definitely has tried to kill Tommy a bunch of times. Tommy hasn't really done as much to Ghost, but you see your enemy walking up to you with a gun why don't you just shoot him when well, you got your gun out as well so it was crazy um, but before they could kill each other or come to violence here come Vinny I got your son I got your nephew he fucked us over we want 2 million in 24 hours which
0: or, is just ridiculous or he's gone even by yeah even by villain logic that's just what 2 mil 2 mil i don't know i was like vincent chill come on vincent i don't know two man two mil but yeah two two million twenty he was like yo
1: my son Bill, he been in the drug game a, a, a week how do you owe you <laughs> that two Right. all
0: right I, mean, I say my interest like, <laughs> yeah i was like that's just a big move like if my son made you two million in a week you need to keep him on the payroll exactly. like i know you don't want to be a part of this game but like you're clearly too good at this yeah you know what i'm saying? He. You're you're clearly a five star recruit here, son, and you need to go out there and get that scholarship. Got it. But like at this, that's just one of those like it's kind of blatant. Like I'm going to kill your son in 24 hours, and I want you to just I want you to, to squirm before I do it.
1: Yeah, true. But like I mean, this led to what we all been waiting for this entire season: the yeah, team up. Which, it's time of the team up. You knew Ghost and Tommy wasn't going a whole season as bad as they hate each other without teaming up against some common enemy and it looked like it was going to be Jason for the longest time but they had to find somebody that they they, they both hate or some reason to get back together and work together again um, and we see it and we even see it in the next week um, the next week previews where Ghost basically tell Tommy yo we're not boys no more but we still brothers and yeah. you know we both love Tariq his life is on the line we got to team up and, and put our differences aside for the common good so I'm excited. I, I I love a good Tommy and Ghost team up. Um yeah. they always find a way to team up to do something wild and something crazy. So we knew it was coming some way or another. And I'm glad they're giving us what we want. Give the fans what they yeah. want in the final episode the final season.
0: Definitely. And I mean we knew it was gonna happen, but I honestly didn't see it happening for for this. Um Mainly because like, you know, just two episodes ago. Ghost suggested it and Tommy shot it down which you know Ghost suggested it in an asshole way but um
1: you well, know, Joe, Tommy Go- still shot it down. Ghost also suggested something that Tommy didn't want in that particular thing like Tommy doesn't Tommy thinks his relationship with Jason is going fine you know he's finally yeah. where he wants to be he's the king of New York he's the biggest drug dealer in New York he's moving his way he's making his money he has his family so it makes no sense for him to team up with Ghost to take out his connect in a situation like that but now he already got issues with um with Vinnie you know because it's arresting and all that and then now it's mm-hmm. Vinnie to Tariq this is a common team, a common enemy that they both can go against and kind of put their differences aside so I, I'm curious to see how long that's going to last is it going to be just this one episode where they scrambling to get this money Um and then once that's over they back at war or is this going to be kind of the olive branch that leads to them being Ghost and Tommy again not fully but at least not at the point where they want each other dead anymore so I'm curious.
0: Um, I don't know. I think they still hold on to it. Um, they have to come out on top of this, you know. What I mean, because like I look at, I look at, uh, I look at Vincent as like the the preseason scrimmage. You know what I'm saying? They haven't done this in a while. It's been a while since they've teamed up. So you gotta you gotta work the kinks out with this one before you try and take on mid-age. Um So I think they they do something to make it work, or at least they try because. You know, you watch the, the on the next episode little preview, right? Yeah. Um, it looks like Tasha's getting involved, and they they make the line to make it seem like she's going to be the one to handle this. Um, but a lot of times, that could be a setup because, like, if she's making that line in the on the the preview, odds point to her botching it. Um, but you never know; she might be the one to pull it out. But usually, when you see a line like that, usually it's it it goes the opposite way. Um, so we shall see what comes of it. Um, it's going to be probably the longest twenty-four hours of Tariq's life, and uh, I always like episodes that takes place that take place in the span of like a full day, where there's a time limit, because usually you get like a whole lot crammed in. So it is going to be fun to see what plan they pull out, literally on the fly. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward. Any to final it. thoughts on?
1: Huh? I said I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait till Any next week to see what on this
0: episode.
1: I mean, nothing, nothing that we haven't already said. Um, fantastic episode. Um, I really have no complaints about it. I feel like it was like, um, all of it was like meat. There was no filler. It wasn't like just scenes just to have scenes. Um, everything was like progressing the story along. I think I like how they gave, the you know, this was Proctor's last episode. Proctor got a lot of screen time and a lot of, yeah, um, even though it's his last episode. A lot of character development. We really got to see a lot of his motivation and stuff like that, and the things he'd be willing to do. We got to see him um, as a, as being, you know, a good father uh, who put his daughter above himself, even to his own detriment to to his end. Literally to
0: the end, to the, his last.
1: Yeah. So, um, um, all, dope episode. Can't complain about it. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, got rid of a lot of that soap opera-y stuff that kind of had been. To me, Powerhead got real soap opera for a while. Kind of got uh, rid of that element. Um, I can't complain. Five out of five stars if, if we had to rate this episode to me. There was nothing negative uh, to say about it.
0: You got, a, you got a highlight of the episode or a play of the game on this episode? I mean,
1: the, the, the shootout. I mean, the shootout, to me, it was nothing better than that. Yeah, him with Tommy running up in there. Rambo, Terminator, whatever you want to call it. Just going full-out war on Ghost's Apartment. Go, that beautiful apartment he ruined he shot up the windows oh, shot up the cabinets um I don't think nothing could beat that um strong second I, I like when uh when when uh ghost and not goes Tasha and Tommy are in the car the second time around um and, and Tasha does make the comment when uh go Tommy is like no man I can't I can't go behind t- Keisha's back anymore and and uh what Tasha said the pussy that good
0: Oh, man. <laughs> that uh, no, that. man. That made me laugh. I forgot about that. That made me laugh. He should have said, like, uh, he should have said, yeah. <laughs> like, that's exactly what he should have said, um, uh, which was grimy of her to go there. Um, for me, I got to say, like, I'm with you. Um, highlight was definitely the, the shootout, and I'm glad that, that Proctor went out fighting and he didn't, you know, go out pleading or anything like that to the last. Um, honorable mention, um even though like it's not a huge moment i really liked the fact that that tariq showed you know he kind of proved that he's he's not totally lost um and he pretty much he knew something was coming down and like cuz he didn't have to take her like he did not have to take her out of that apartment um but i'm glad that like they kind of put that that oh, what was that <laughs> i thought i heard something um but you know, like I, I'm glad that they they let him have that moment where it's just like okay you know I'm gonna be here for th- I'm gonna be con- comforting to this person so like that was a highlight for me um, especially as as a Tariq apologist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so right now I I think my at this very moment in the lead is clearly uh, Vincent because uh, Mitic was Midage had a bye week this week because we didn't see him at all mm-hmm. so uh, right now Vincent is in the lead with a uh, Ghost and Tommy um at a very close second yeah
1: indeed hell of the episode like I said just great looking forward to next week see what they got for us so uh on that note you ready to call it a night you want to tell them where they can find your uh, find you for um non-power related
0: things um (laughs) <laughs> which I haven't been doing that much of lately, but I will be coming back very, very soon. Um, you can find me at the Off the Clock Podcast. That's O F F T H A Clock Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On Twitter, you can search triple underscore D. Um, Facebook Off the Clock Podcast. What about you, sir? Oh, I'm sorry. You can find my, my podcast. Uh, I'm gonna steal your line for a second. You can find my podcast wherever you find uh, find podcast. Twitter, Stitcher. Apple, I don't even know if I'm on Stitcher. I'm just stealing your lines. I'm going to stop and let you go ahead and do your
1: thing. No, that's fine. Because you know, you can always find where well, we host this right now, still on the POP podcast, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find great podcasts where you can find us. Come to the Instagram page to see. Um, props for you, the edits. I love those edited videos you send me every week. That's all, you know, Triple D's work. Um, follow us on Instagram, like us, you know, uh, check out the episode. You know, feel share free to comment,
0: episode.
1: share it, yeah. comment, feedback. If you liked the episode, you liked us, whatever. Let us know. Um, and until so next time, we'll be back. Episode five, five episodes down, five more in this set of ten. Um, so we we they only gonna they only gonna ramp it up. So we we just gonna keep getting hype and hype. Um, but until next time, this has been your boy Carlos D,
0: and this is Triple D, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>